from the Financial Times in London. I'm Patrick Jenkins, the FT's financial editor, and this is FT News. Women now account for the majority of recruits into banking, but still make up barely 25% of senior executives. That's one of the key findings from a new set of data compiled by the FT, and I'm joined now by Laura Noonan, who led the exercise, to talk about it. Laura, this is a lot of data that you've crunched over the past few weeks. What are the key findings that you would highlight? I guess the biggest finding is that even though if we look across the entire population of companies that we looked at, women are now more than half of their overall workforce. You see a real gap when it comes to the representation of women at junior and at senior levels. 58% of the employees class as being junior would have been female. By the time you get to the more senior levels, you're talking about around 25-26%. So we're seeing that the women are really not holding on and they're not really getting up to those senior roles. One of the most striking bits of data actually was around that junior level, the kind of recruitment level jobs. And some of the big banks seemed, according to the data, to be hiring a clear majority of women. You said the overall is 58%. But a couple of the banks stood out for having 60-70% women in that kind of intake category. Yeah, I mean, in terms of the people who would have had a high percentage of junior females, that tends to happen a lot in the retail banks. So you could have people who would be classed as being junior because they were tellers in bank branches. They may have worked there for 30 years. They may never have any aspiration to be anything beyond bank tellers. And they never actually wanted to get to mid-levels. But typically, those kind of customer service jobs have tended to be female-filled. So we do find that there is a higher skew in terms of female representation at junior levels when it comes to the large retail banks. Let's name some names in terms of the best practice and maybe the worst offenders as well. Who stands out for you? So in terms of the worst offenders, it will probably come as no surprise that the Asian banks and the Japanese banks in particular came out as being the worst. When it comes to senior levels, we're talking about around 6%. I think it's fairly well known that they are somewhat further behind on the gender diversity issue in Japan in particular. Elsewhere in Asia, it's actually fairly interesting. So just talking to banks anecdotally about their experience across the world, and this would be some of the big international banks, they said actually it was easier to retain women in Asia because it was easier for the women who had children and wanted to keep working to hire home help. So they said that basically you can hire someone to mind your children and to look after your house and to maybe even cook for you a lot more cheaply than you can in either New York or in the UK. And that means that if you have children relatively young in your career, you're able to actually go back into the workplace and it still makes economic sense to work while you have small children. When we look at some of the better performers, I mean... Large US banks have made good strides and they continue to invest a lot of effort. So you would typically see numbers around the 30% mark for the large US banks, which is over the average. But there wasn't anyone who looked absolutely brilliant. We didn't have a single bank that was anywhere near equality, which would be a 50% mark. So even if we look at the average would have been around 26%, there was no significant outlier to the upside. The highest would have been City and that was only because of a glitch where their numbers for senior managers also include a number of mid-level managers. So that is somewhat worrying. Just a final point, your data was gathered from I think 50 institutions spanning banking, insurance, asset management and professional services. Is there any sectoral difference worth noting here? 
Probably the best sector really would have been in the professional services world. So just looking here at the chart, if we take out City, the best numbers would have been from Deloitte and then PwC would have been in the same general zone as them. They have also invested a lot of time in returnship programmes and in other kind of work-life balance programmes that make it easier for mothers to return to work. And then also when you have a consulting type job that may be a more flexible role generally. So you can kind of see why they would be able to get better figures than some of the more cutthroat end of the investment banking business. It is difficult. I mean, I was talking to someone who was saying, you know, with the best will in the world, you can't be a part-time investment banker. Clients who are paying a lot for the services of these very big, very expensive firms, they expect their investment banker to be available and they don't expect them to be working half days or to be working three days a week. So I think there are certain roles that even if you do have firms who are very keen to make them open to everyone and to make them flexible, some roles just don't lend themselves to it. Thanks very much, Laura. Well, the full richness of all this data and the analysis that goes with it is available online. Just go to ft.com and you'll find it pretty easily. This is an abridged version of the FT's Banking Weekly podcast, which you can download from ft.com slash podcasts. Did you know the Capital Ideas podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin? Through the words and experiences of investment professionals, you'll discover who was their best mentor, what's a mistake they made that changed their approach, and how do they find their next great idea? Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Published by American Funds Distributors, Inc., Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com.